Listen, turn over to Philippians, the fourth chapter. And the fourth through the sixth verse we're going to be reading. Paul's writing to the church at Philippi. Now, I want you to just kind of preface this a little bit. Philippi, remember that's where Paul and Silas were in jail. That's where they were beaten for preaching the gospel, doing the things for the Lord that they were doing. And they were beaten so hard, they were bleeding, hurting, they were putting stocks and bonds in the inner prison. Now, the inner prison is far, is, as far down as you can go. They were in the inner prison. They weren't up there with all the other prisoners. They were in the inner prison because of their faith in God. They were hurting physically. And in the middle of that, the Bible said Paul and Silas sang praises unto God. They sang praises unto God. Now, we're going, we're going to share some things with you on praise in just a minute, but it's important to understand the Philippian, Philippian church when Paul wrote this to them. Because he was there in their jail, and that night as they praised God with all their pain and all the bleeding of their body, they praised the Lord, and probably praised Him in the Spirit, and praised Him any way they could. And the Bible said the prisoners heard them. The prisoners heard them praising. Listen, people's watching your life. Whether you be out in the public somewhere, and people that know you, see you, they're watching your life. Even if you go to places, to a restaurant, or what, they're still watching your life. And our life is, is an open book. Our life is a testimony of God's goodness and grace in our life. Or, we could portray a different kind of person. <laughs> and people say, are those Christians? But listen, Paul and Silas had a right if, they, if there anybody had a right, they had a right to complain. They had a right to get bitter. They had a right to feel sorry for themselves. They had every right in the world to get down in the dumps and to think and say with their mouth, Is this really worth it? But the Bible said they sang praises unto God. And then the jailhouse began to shake by a mighty I guess an earthquake, whatever, however God did it. I always think that uh, the, they couldn't keep time to the music. And God sent some angels down there to kind of bounce the shell house up and down to keep time with the music. And uh, uh, that's just Brother Clarence's paraphrasing it, you know. But uh, I like to think that. It's possible. It's possible. Those, 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 it's very possible the angels of God could have just got it and bounced it around a little bit. But the, nevertheless, as they praised Him, a great earthquake came, and all the jailhouse doors were opened wide. And all those prisoners that heard them praising God, they could have run out of those jailhouse, and they could have ran for their safety and their freedom, but they stayed. And the jailer was afraid because he would be totally punished, maybe even killed, if all those prisoners got out of prison. But they didn't. They stayed, and Paul comforted him. And you know what happened? The jailer got saved. His whole household got saved. And I don't know, it doesn't say about the prisoners, but I just imagine some of those prisoners got saved. Because there was a church started that night in Philippi. It's called the Church of the Philippians. And, it, it, and it's in Philippi, and this is where Paul's writing this letter to, Philippians, the fourth chapter. And of all things for him to say, you see, remember he was in jail when he could have murmured and complained and could have felt sorry for himself. But what, look what Paul says to them. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And don't be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord always. Did it say when you feel good? No, it said always. Did it say when, you, when, you, when everything's going the right way for you? No. It, it would, it, always. You praise God in the middle of all things. Uh, regardless of whether you see the manifestation of what you're believing for or not, you just still praise God. Just glorify the Lord in the midst of it. And 
in everything by prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Now look at 1 Peter 2, verse 5. Now Peter, again, is writing to the church and to the believers. Now during these letters that Peter wrote, the disciples were literally, literally being used as human lamps. That's what was happening. They were set on fire to be used as a light and a lamp in their sporting events and things of that nature. In fact, if you'll remember in Peter, he said, don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial. See, he, he wasn't just talking about uh, some bad thing happening. He's talking about the fiery trial that they were going through where they were literally being burned at the stake or burned as lampposts or however they were using them for, and they were burned. Somebody said, I just can't believe anybody doing that. I can't believe Hitler did what he did. Amen. Made lampshades out of the people's skin. I mean, you know, annihilated all those millions of Jews. Annihilated them. Destroyed them. Can't believe that that happened in, in the 40s. That was in our, in, in our time, the generation of our time, the 40s. That happened. But yet, you see, it's the power of Satan that's behind it all. It's the nature of the devil to destroy and to hurt God's people and to try to destroy them off the face of the earth. But look what he says in 1 Peter 2, verse 5. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Now, I'll tell you what, he sure had a lot of descriptions about the church, didn't he? You're chosen. Everybody say, I'm chosen. You're not some accident that's happened. You're chosen. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. And you're a peculiar people. For what reason? That you should show forth the praises of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Praises. Now, I want to, I want to talk to you just a little while to encourage you tonight. Praise is a key to release your faith. Somebody says, well, I've been trying to have faith. I've been trying to have faith. You know what? Sometimes you just need to start praising God. And it would begin to release that faith that's in you. And you'll begin to see God move. See, God's given us the keys that unlock the storehouses of blessings in all of our lives. Faith not released is like a power that's just stored up on the inside. If we don't release that faith, it's just like power stored up on the inside of us. It doesn't do any good until it's released. You can say, I got faith all day long, but until you act on the Word, until you put some actions to your faith. Amen? Faith is, a, faith is an active word. Have faith in God. And uh, you operate by faith. By faith you receive. By faith you speak. You see, it's, it's all actions in, in your part and acting upon the word of the Lord. And faith not released is like power stored up. It doesn't do any good till it's released. Your faith ain't going to do you no good till you release it. Till you release it. Sometimes you may have to release it in an active way. God may tell you to run down this aisle. You'll release your faith. That, God's had people do that before. Sometimes the minister or the evangelist or whatever will tell people to do something in faith. And, and, and the power of God. I remember my older brother. I'll tell you what. When he was on fire for God back when he was in his younger days, when he was around 22, 23. He got married when he was 17. His wife was 15. <laughs> Uh, but I, I remember them, I mean, they, they had their wedding and the power of God moved in that wedding and messages in tongues, interpretation went forth in that wedding. Uh, it's just like having church. It wasn't no normal wedding. It wasn't this fancy wedding. They didn't have fancy gowns or nothing like that. They just, you know, had a nice, nice clothes on and, and the preacher. And I mean, tongues interpretation went forth and everything else in that wedding. I, tell you, I guess people probably thought that was the strangest thing in the world. But that's pretty good. I, that's a good way to have a wedding. Amen. Hey, that's a good way for a funeral to end. Amen. <laughs> I was, yeah, amen. I, I tell you what, I, I, believe, I, I believe God wants to manifest His power in our midst. 
But it, nothing's going to happen until we release it. But I, remember, I remember my brother one night. God spoke to him. And this, they had the church. That they, had not, they had three rows of pews across. And this is called Polytechnic Revival Centers over in the old Poly area of Fort Worth. And uh, uh, anyway, my brother was there. And, and the, the service was a... I, I don't know, of course, I'm, I was younger than my brother, of course, but I, it wasn't moving like they wanted to move. And, but, and the people were praying and seeking the Lord. And God spoke to my brother to get on his hands and knees and crawl around that entire auditorium. And he said, you obey me. And when you get up to the front, I'm going to manifest myself to the people. Because he has humility. That's humbling yourself. That's, that's being humble before God and, and obedient unto God in the thing that God tells And it takes faith to do that. Now, what if he had done that and come all the way up to the front and he crawled on his hands and knees all the way around that and nothing happened? I mean, to, to me, that'd be humiliating because you thought something was going to happen. But when he got up to the front, right in the middle of the, uh, of the altar area, I mean... The power, of course, he was sobbing and weeping and speaking in tongues all the way around that building. And the power of God hit that entire church. I mean, people fell on their faces before God. Backsliders came to the Lord. And people that had been serving God with all the vigor and the, and the fire that they needed to, they got on fire for God. And God ministered to the people all over that place. And I'm telling you, it went on and on and on and on and on. And on. Listen, when you're in the presence of God, you don't want to leave. And God did something. But it took faith. It took faith on His part. To do what he did. And praise is one thing that we as believers can do to unleash the power of God. When we praise, we are letting God's power have freedom. When you praise, I'm talking about really praise. I'm not talking about just saying a few words here and there. I'm talking about praising God. Get lost in your praise. Worshiping Him. Glorifying Him. And as this happens, we're going to see the power of God move. Because where there's a fire, <laughs> there's got to be some smoke. Amen? And the, if the dampers are closed, we need to open the damper. I mean, what the damper is. Our mouth. Our mouth is the damper. See, we got the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. I've heard people say... Boy, I'm so, I'm so full of God. I feel like I'm going to explode. You know what they need to do? They need to open the damper. And just start praising the Lord. And just start glorifying God. And as they open the damper, that mouth, and begin to worship the Lord, use that tongue for good rather than bad, and worship Him, and praise Him in the Spirit, listen, something's going to take place. An attitude of ingratitude is the basis of no praise. I want to say that again. An attitude of ingratitude. Some people, I've heard this with my own ears, not here, but through the years. I've heard people say, Well, it's about time God moved for me. Now, that, that's ingratitude, isn't it? I mean, that, to me, that's kind of ingratitude. <laughs> I mean, well, he took long enough. Boy, if he didn't get, if he hadn't answered, I would just quit church. I've heard people say those things. You know, in the past. And you may have heard some people say those things too. Because it's an attitude of ingratitude. And when we have that attitude of ingratitude, it's the basis of no praise. Praise is important. I'm not talking about just praising God to make a commotion. I'm talking about praising God to get some results. Amen? Now, I want to give you some praise key facts here with some scriptures. Because this is important to us. Praise is the outward evidence of faith. Over in Psalms 33, verse 21. For our heart shall rejoice in Him because we've trusted in His holy name. Our heart 
shall rejoice in Him because we have trusted in His holy name. So praise is that outward evidence of faith. How do people know you got faith? Because you praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I've been around people, Sister Francis, that they have every right in the world, like Paul and them. They had every right in the world to complain and murmur and just get down in the dumps. And I've been around people that were lacking in things physically and financially, you know. But yet they still praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just praise the Lord. Somebody said, well, how's everything going? Well, no, no. How's everything really going? You know, don't you just want to hit somebody upside the head sometimes? I mean, you know, they say, well, how's it going? Everything's great. Hallelujah. And see, they probably know something is happening that you're needing a miracle in. And, and they're probably wanting you to say, oh, brother, oh, if you only knew what I was going through. If you could only could tell what I was, what's happening in my life. Oh, you wouldn't ask me that. No, you know what? God's people that got faith, they're going to say, all is well. It is well with my soul. Everything's okay. Somebody said, yeah, but you don't, I don't see no manifestation. That's okay. Everything is good. God is my health of my flesh. I'm going to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, there's scriptures you can find for everything that's ailing you and coming against you physically. Everything that's coming against you financially. There's scriptures in the Word. You can find something right here to combat the devil with every time. It's here. And he said, our heart shall rejoice in him because we've trusted in his name. Number two, praise determines the capacity of faith in your heart. What comes out here determines the capacity of what's in your heart. Now, it doesn't do have anything to do with you being born again. How many understand what I'm saying? We're born again because of what Jesus did for us. The blood of Jesus has redeemed us. And isn't it amazing that we can have faith to believe Him for our soul and to redeem us and to cleanse us, and to make us new creatures in Christ Jesus, and make us the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Isn't it amazing that we can do that, and yet when it comes to other things in our life, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, dear Lord, I think God's sure taking His time. I don't understand what's happening. You know what you need to do when, when it's not happening, manifested? Just hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just praise the Lord. When we were building our building and paying cash as we went, people knew what we needed. You know, we, did, we were transparent. I've been transparent. I believe in being transparent with everything that we do. And we were transparent with them. We said, well, we needed $30,000 for something that needed. Well, how much come in? Well, we had 4000 What are we going to do, Brother Clarence? What are we going to do? I said, we're going to praise the Lord. We're just going to praise the Lord. It'll be here. i never forget one time we needed $12,000 on a Tuesday morning for the uh, uh, concrete people that was coming out to do the concrete and all this stuff for the foundation. And, and, uh, and I, I, I told them, I, I said, uh, they went ahead and they finished up on Friday, actually Friday or Saturday morning. And I told them, I said, now, I, I said, we lack just a little bit having the total amount. And they didn't ask me how much, thank God, because we needed the whole 12000 <laughs> But I told them, I said, but you come by Tuesday morning, and I said, we'll have, I said, because what it is, I think it's the, the way they pay their bills, you know, with the contractors, it's usually done on like the 10th or something like that or whatever. Some of it's like that, some of it's different, but theirs was on the 10th. And I said, come by Tuesday. And we'll have you a check for the full amount. It's all right, brother. That's okay with us. Praise God. That's good. They were Christians too. Well, Sunday morning we took a building fund offering and we got $300. I said, well, that's okay. Sunday night we'll just believe God. Sunday night maybe 150 came in. I said, hallelujah. 
some of my men, my leaders, they said, Brother Clarence, what are we going to do? We've got to have this money Tuesday. I said, it'll be there. God never failed. I said, let's just lift our hands and praise God right now. Thank God. So they did. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I just had my hands up. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Monday came by. (laughs) I think $500 came in. Monday. Well, they were going to come by around right at noon or so, maybe 1130 or so. And, uh, boy, some of my people were getting nervous. I said, look, because I've been preaching faith. I've been preaching what God can do. I've been preaching supernatural stuff. You know, and they said, well, Brother Claire, uh, don't, don't talk. If you can't praise God, don't talk. I, I just, I just, what I told them, don't open your mouth. Don't give the devil nothing to work on. I said, if you can't do anything, just say, thank you, Jesus. And you know what happened? From that morning till when they came, we had people dropping, coming and bringing money by. Checks, money, cash. And we had over $13,000 come in. And we needed twelve. Hallelujah. I said, look, see that? I told them, some of the men, they came, they, they were self-employed. They came by to just see, <laughs> just wondering. I said, oh yeah, look here. It's here, right here. We got the check rolled out. Everything's here, ready for the deposit. Hallelujah. And they, and they said, well, 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 thank God we got 1300 or a little bit more over. I said, yeah, that's good because we're going to need about 6000 or 7000 for the next part of it. And you know what? Their faith grew because they learned how to praise God. Y'all still with me? <laughs> praise determines the capacity. Look at Psalms 149.5. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth and the two-edged sword in your hand. What's the two-edged sword? The Word. The Word of God. Let, let the high praises of God be in our mouth and get the Word of God on it. Praise God. My God shall supply all my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I tell you, we, we pounded that in our people during that period. And they, they believed it. They could, they could quote it without opening the Bible. <laughs> my God shall supply. He's our source. Number three, praise signifies confidence that God has the solution and will provide it for you. When you praise in God, you're you're saying that God, you've got confidence in God, and He has the solution that, and He's going to provide everything that we need, financially, physically, emotionally, whatever it might be. God's going to provide it, and we're going to we're going to delight ourselves in the Lord. Amen. Look at Psalms thirty-seven four. Delight thyself in the Lord, and He shall give you what the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord. He didn't say, get all worried and wring your hands and get worried and doubtful. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Number four, praise is the language of faith and establishes an inner image of the greatness of God. Praise is the language of faith. You know, everything you do has a language. Holy Ghost language is tongues. Faith has a language. It's a language of faith, and it establishes an inner image of the greatness of God on the inside of us. God is good. God is great. God is bigger than anything. Look at Romans 10, verse 7. Now, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. You're not going to build your faith up by coming through a prayer line and having somebody lay hands on you and, and, and impart great faith in No, sir. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. Hallelujah. I said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. No other way will faith come into your spirit and into your heart. It's only by hearing the Word of God, whether it be you reading the Word out loud to yourself, hearing the preaching and teaching of the Word, hearing it on television or radio, and and be careful on that. You want to make sure you get the right stuff. 
praise. Now look at number four. Praise is the language of faith and establishes an inner image of the greatness of God. Oh, uh, we just did that one, didn't we? <laughs> faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Number five, when you praise God, you're sure of his word. When you praise God, you're sure of his word. Look at Romans fifteen four. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction. You know, we can learn from other people. We can learn from the other disciples in the Bible. We can learn from the early church. We can learn from others that's been through situations. And maybe some people have been through things and they, they have expressed it on paper and in books. And you can learn through others and hearing what they have to say. Look at, but, because whatever was written was for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. It's through the encouragement of the Word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word. So the Word is going to give us encouragement. Number six, pray should follow your prayer before the answer is manifested. I said you ought to praise God before you ever see the manifestation. Amen? Amen. Don't we praise God before the rapture takes place? It hasn't happened yet, but we praise God for it. And we should praise God for before the answer is manifested. Look at Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. That's Jesus teaching there. Whatever things you ask when you pray, when you pray, when you pray, believe. When do you receive? You believe that you receive them when you pray. So if we're going to pray in agreement on something, we're believing right there that you're going to receive it and you'll have it. Praise God. Delight yourself in the Lord, Psalms 37, verse 4, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, number seven, praise confuses the devil. Hmm. See, the devil can't understand how the joy of the Lord can be in our life when, when he's doing all this bad stuff to us. It's kind of like somebody that abuses a spouse or children are abused, even by their parents. And yet, their little hearts still love. Spouses that have been abused, in their hearts they still have love. And it's vice versa. Sometimes the woman can abuse the man. And, uh, and, and some, I've seen some men hurt, you know, by the abuse of women. I'm talking about physically, through the abuse. But they can't, it confuses the devil. How can the, how can, he, he can't understand how the joy of the Lord can be in your life. How can you have joy when you got groceries in the cupboard? How can you have joy when your car is sitting on empty and you need money for gasoline? How can you have joy when you're hurting so bad you can't hardly get up and get going? And, and how can you have joy? Well, let's confuse the devil. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. In everything, give thanks. Do y'all the Bible read that way? In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give thanks for flat tire. Hallelujah. Somebody said, what are you doing? You crazy? Yeah, I guess I'm crazy. I'm insane for the Lord, you know. But I'm not going to let it get me down. Because why? I, I, I've got the joy of the Lord. <laughs> and that's going to keep us going. Amen. But praise confuses the devil. You know what you, know what you ought to do? If, the, if you're sick, you ought to start thanking God. Just say, Lord, I just thank you for just providing me a, a new roof on my house. And you're sick. Now, that confuses the devil. He calls his little imps over and said, Hey, I, I thought we was attacking them physically. Go hit that roof over there. 
but confuse him. Because praise confuses the devil. The devil doesn't understand. Listen, he can't understand why God's people can praise God in the midst of all the troubles that he tries to bring in our lives. He cannot figure that out. But I want to tell you something. It doesn't matter because there's no hope for him anyway. So we're not going to pray for him to get saved. Amen? But there's no hope for the devil. But I'm going to confuse him and I'm just going to give thanks for everything. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Number eight, allow praise to come from our lips rather than negative words. In other words, offer a sacrifice of praise. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Therefore by him let us continually. Everybody say continually. That means all the time. Constantly. Over and over. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. The fruit of our lips. See, praise is out loud. You can, some people want to just praise God from inside, but you've got to praise God out loud. Amen? I'm not telling you to go out here in the middle of the street and show, run them down shouting and hollering. and all, but, but we need to praise Him out. We need to hear ourselves praising God. Hear the words coming out of our mouth. And praise the Lord. It confuses the devil. And allow the uh, praise to come rather than negative words. Offer that sacrifice. Look at Hebrews, uh, or Acts 16, 25. We just talked about that a while ago. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns unto God. And the prisoners heard them after they were beaten. They were doing that. That that confuses the devil. I thought we hurt them. We need to go get them hurt a little more, you know, I guess. we They didn't do enough. But that's okay. Because in the midst of it all, you see what happened is when they were set free, don't you know, don't you know that their bodies were touched also? God just didn't deliver them out of the jail. God touched them physically from the hurt the devil tried to do on them. But we got to learn to praise him. Number nine, God inhabits the praises of his people and will begin to work miracles on our behalf. Psalms 22, verse 3, But thou art holy, O thou, that inhabits the praises of Israel. God inhabits our praises. God dwells and lives in our praise. And God's there to work miracles on our behalf. And as we're praising God, that's when God can move. If we can get the whole church praising God at one time, we're going to see something. Amen? Miracles take place in the midst of praise. I've told all of these stories, but, you know, we've seen it, and you've seen it. A lady with a withered hand was healed in my uncle's tent meeting, and she praised God. Her hand just stretched out. Had a lady uh, that was, had the right eye that was blind and healed in our service after uh, they were instructed to begin to praise God. They were instructed to praise God how? Through tongues and interpretation that came forth. God spoke to them through the gifts of the Spirit. And they obeyed God and began to praise the Lord. And a miracle took place as they praised Him. A young 18-year-old girl in Kelso, Washington. Rheumatoid arthritis. Couldn't hardly walk. Had to have crutches. God spoke. And she had to, God told me to have her to walk around the auditorium. It was bigger than this one. Walk around the auditorium. And when she came to the front, God was going to touch her. You know what she did? She left her crutches. She left everything, her braces, her crutches. And she just just barely got down to the front. And then she began to walk. And she went all the way around. And by the time she got halfway back there, she was walking fast. By the time she got over on this side, she was trotting down the aisle. And by the time she got to the front, the power of God knocked her flat on her back for an hour and a half with her hands straight up in the air. And she got a vision from the Lord. Hallelujah. And she got up and was totally healed. And it was verified just a few years ago when we were up in Washington State. And I asked the man that was up there that I was in Bible college with. He was associate pastor at that church at that time. I said, Bob, how's that young lady that got healed? He said, she's still healed. He said, by the way, I just saw her the other day. And she is still healed. Hallelujah. That's God. But how did she do it? Praising. Amen. Praising. Praising God. She had to make a sacrifice of praise. But God inhabits our praises. Praise is the key to doing God's will on the earth. And everything give thanks 
In everything give thanks. Everybody say in everything. In everything give thanks. Sometimes we just want to give thanks for the big things. Things we can see. Things we haven't seen manifested yet, we don't want to give thanks for. What we are start doing, giving thanks for it. Thanking God for it. Thanking God for what He's doing. Thanking God for the, the supernatural thing that He's doing. Amen? And everything's, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Praise is the key to the Father's desire for true worshipers. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord, Psalms 134, 2. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Now, somebody said, why do we have to lift our hands up? Because that's God wanting us to lift our hands up. It's saying, Lord, I surrender to you. I give it all to you. I praise you. I glorify you. This is what we're doing. I, you know, I've noticed on some of these rock concerts, they'll show them and you'll see them advertised uh, uh, on TV. And, and I'm talking about the rock, the hard rock stuff, not Christian stuff, but the hard rock stuff. And, and those kids are down there and they're just going just like this with all that singing. And it's not even Christian music. Not even Christian music. Then I've noticed our Christian concerts, and they're doing the same thing with the same type of lighting and all that. Doing the same. I don't know if their heart's in praise or not. It's hard to say. It's hard to determine. I'm not judging them, but I'm just saying it's hard to say. The church has become so worldly, and the world's become so churchy, it's hard to tell them apart sometimes. I think there should be a significant difference. And a believer and someone that's not a believer. There should be a significant difference. But in everything, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. See, praise is the key to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And they were continually, the Bible said in Luke 24, 53, in the temple praising and blessing God. Continually in the temple blessing the Lord and praising God. The Holy Ghost fell. And they were continually in the upper room praising God and worshiping God when the Holy Ghost fell. So we've got to be continually in praise to the Lord. Praise is the key to the continued Spirit-filled life. See, it's one thing to get all excited one service, get all filled up one service, and see God do something big one service, but the rest of the time... We're not so happy. <laughs> we don't have that exuberant feeling. The feeling has lifted. It's lifted off of us. And we say, Lord. But look what the Word says in Ephesians five eighteen through 20. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the key to a continued spirit-filled walk is praise. See, praise. Uh, listen, when, when, when we go out of this place tonight, we are to praise God on the way home. Get up in the morning, we are to praise God. Go through the day and through the week, praise the Lord. Praise God. Because praise is important. It's the key to the revealed glory of God. Psalms 22 verse 3 says this, Whoso offers praise glorifies me. Whoso offers praise glorifies the Lord. And it's, it, it, it's the key to the revealed glory of God in our midst. As we praise Him, God will manifest Himself in our midst. Praise is the key to a fruit-bearing life. Hebrews 13, verse 15, By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praises to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Let's offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. John 15, 8, By this is the Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so that you shall be my disciples. Now, how are we going to do that? Praising God. We're going to get fruit from praising the Lord. We're going to get fruit from doing what God's called us to do. And finally, praise is the key to respond to God's impartation of a song of praise in our hearts. Look at Psalms 40, verse 3. And he's put a new song in my mouth. Even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. 
He's put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. You know what God can do? Even the old songs that we sang, that we didn't sing in faith, that we didn't sing in praise. We were just singing because we memorized it, or, we, or we're singing because it, it, we just like the beat. Or Let's, But when you start singing it from the heart and praising unto God, Something's going to take place in the hearts and the list in the ears of people hearing it in their hearts as they hear the praise coming forth from our mouth. It's important. It's important. Amen. It's important that everybody. It shouldn't just be me singing praises unto God. It should be the ones up here praising the Lord. Those out there praising God, singing praises unto the Lord. Glorifying God together. Making it in unison and just glorifying God. And letting God just come on the scene. Hallelujah. Man, we're allowed to have one of those good services where the preacher don't get to preach. Amen. Haven't you ever heard somebody go out the door? Well, we had a great service. The preacher didn't get to preach. I got news. I'll find time to preach. <laughs> no, if God's doing something else, I'm not going to interfere with what God's doing. Amen? Amen. But praise unto the Lord. God's looking for praisers to rise up. God's looking for praisers to rise up and usher in the presence of God with our high praises. The presence of God is in you. You need to look in the mirror and say, presence of God, you're in me. (laughs) Every one of us here, the presence of God is in us. And as we come to the house of the Lord and we begin to praise God, what's happening? God's looking for praisers that will rise up and usher in the presence of God with their high praises unto God. The presence of God is going to be ministered and manifested as we praise God. That's when it happens. Gifts operate as we praise God. As we praise the Lord, we're going to see miracles as we praise God. No man's going to get glory for it. It's going to be God. I've seen God touch people. Nobody touching them. Nobody praying for them. Nobody calling them up and saying, God told me this was wrong with you. And I believe in all that. God uses me that way at times. And I I believe in that 100%. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is, I've also seen it when the power of God in the praise, as praise is going forth, things start happening. Things start happening. People are healed. People are set free. People are set free from bondage of habits of the flesh as praise is going forth in the congregation. The the power of God and the anointing is flowing. And something's taking place. So tonight, one thing God wants us to remember, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Praise Him. We're a chosen generation. You're chosen. Did you know what? God chose you to be a part of what God wants to do here. He's chose every one of us to participate in what He's doing here and in this area. And God's getting ready to do some things, but God's getting us prepared. How many knows we've got to get prepared too? Some of us need a good old refilling of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that either. I tell you what, you know what, Brother Kruger? I think we'll just get refilled every time we come to church. <laughs> get filled up again. Again and again and again. Stay overflowing that way. Hey, I eat till I get full. But I don't, I don't quit eating because I got full that one time. I'm still hungry the next day. We need to praise God every day. Every time we come to the house of the Lord, let's just praise and worship Him. Can you say amen? Do you love Him tonight? How many glad you're part of the family of God? How many part you're glad that you're part of what God's doing right now? Lift your hands and just praise Him out loud. Hallelujah. Just praise Him out loud. Glory to God. Praise Him out loud. Just praise Him out loud. Oh, glory to God. We thank You, Lord. We praise You. We praise You. We praise You. We praise You.
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. 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 Praise God, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus is Lord. 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 Oh, I will praise Him. Just lift your hands and praise Him. I will 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 praise. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, by His stripes I'm healed. Just lift your hands and receive it. By His stripes I'm healed. 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 
by His stripes. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Just praise Him. Just praise Him. We praise you, Lord. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. Almighty is your name, Lord. We praise you. We glorify your name, Lord. We glorify your name, Lord. Hallelujah. We glorify your name, Lord. We glorify your name. Oh, just praise him in your prayer language. He soto rana la 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 mosonda rana la la mosonda kila la 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 mosonda. Let's start praying in our prayer language. Let's just pray in our prayer language. Yes. No, if you're in a hurry, let's just slow down and let's just pray in our prayer language. Yes, Lord. We need a breakthrough in this church. We need to pray together in our prayer language. Yes. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify your name. We worship you, Lord. We 